Now, listen, if there's anything that we've learned uh, yep. from doing this uh, in the last release is that um, you've got to just be aware of everything you're saying because you never know what might make the final edit. Yeah. Learned that the hard way. The hard way, yeah. Just just to go back a little bit. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. So we This is uh, Dandelion, the Witcher in the Wardrobe, episode five, which I'm very excited to start talking about. But before mm-hmm. we do... We had a very kind notification for to you, Bilal, didn't we? Yeah. For, Ryan with a Y, not an I. That's yeah, Ryan with a Y. Kindly pointing out that there was some extra bonus material in episode four. And what had happened was somehow some of the edits that were meant to be cut from the episode had been made into this almost like strange uh almost well, how would you describe it because it, it sort of bits were repeated but then there were longer bits of us talking I, it, I mean Ryan described it as a fever dream of excellence yeah. and it was and it was basically <laughs> somehow it made the edit if you've got the podcast from when it was initially downloaded then you still have it your podcasts have to update with the new re- but that but they would have had to have downloaded it you know yeah, no, not, it, not everyone does. It automatically does, especially on things like the Apple Podcasts. You automatically get the update, so right. you automatically get the download. So for a while afterwards, I still had it. So if you are one of our original subscribers and you have listened to it, you may still have it, and that's like almost like a little bit of a bonus material. Well, let me tell you, according to Podbean, which is where we, which is what hosts these podcasts, uh, about eighty people had listened to it. But more might have it. More mm. might. Yeah. And also, I don't think those stats are accurate because I don't think that gives me like iTunes and, and yeah. Spotify or whatever. I think that's just Podbean. I'm not sure, really. It's quite confusing. You know, can, can I just say to, that most podcasts, you know, for bonus material, there's a Patreon and people are paying to get that. We give you this for free. Well, bonus. <laughs> well, you can't get it now, though. That's we might make thing. it on a special edition. Um, so, okay, let's kick, well, it, kick off. Yeah, so episode five, season two, episode five, season two, episode five. So I'm, I'm gonna say from the, you know, I like this um, series, but this was the first episode where I actually got properly excited. I thought, felt, yeah, yeah. Starts a bit boring though. Oh yeah, yeah. It starts boring. Big <laughs> Yeah, but, and it is called Turn Your Back, is that right? Turn Your Back is the name of the episode. Yeah. Um, it begins in a prison, but I can't remember. I just have that on my notes. Is there something in a prison? Yeah, so, so there's a character we've not met yet that yeah. is in a prison, and essentially someone comes to talk to him. So th- that prisoner... Oh, yeah, I don't know who this is. Yeah, so, so that prisoner is a new character into the series this is. And from the conversation between the person who's almost goading outside, that he was imprisoned by Calanthe, who's now dead, and he finds mm. that out. And then obviously strikes a deal with this person because they want Siri to be found. And he says he'll go and track him, basically. Mm-hmm. And then he gets... Oh, and then we see um, Yaskia singing. Now... Something about Yaskia in this scene is he's singing in an American accent, but he sings, toss a coin to your witcher. That's English, right? 
Yeah. And then in this, he's burn. He's saying burn. How does it go? It's like, how does the song go? Do you remember? Yeah, burn, burn, burn. Butcher. Is it butcher? But is it is it American or is it sounds American? Scottish. What? Could be Scottish. He's not Scottish though. Yeah, English singers don't sing in Scottish accents. Also, like a lot of singers don't sound like the accents they sing in. No, but like in a in modern day, like you know, English pop stars, British, all sing in American accents. But you would think they wouldn't have done that then, because America wasn't cool yet. <laughs> oh, I see. I just thought it was interesting. So you think like Ed Sheeran of yesteryear, if he was born mm. in medieval times, wouldn't have put on a, an American twang? No. That's interesting. Yeah, it's not that interesting. No, no. Well, well but I didn't. I thought it was It's a different style of singing for sure. But he's a bit more in, in that scene. He's a bit more kind of flamboyant and clearly flirting with the crowd. He wants the crowd to mm. love him. Which he does all. He's, yeah, he's a bit more confident now, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yes, and then he gets he gets kidnapped by this guy. Yeah. Who has a lighter for a finger, which is like useful, but not the scariest power. Very know? useful. Yeah. I mean, he'd obviously be popular in pubs or outdoor outdoor terraces of pubs or bars. Yeah, I mean, he he wasn't. He could have tortured him a lot worse. Yeah. Right? It, it, it was almost like um, he, he felt like he was building up to be quite a bad character, quite a sort of powerfully bad character, but then mm. gets undone quite simply, really. Quite clever, because obviously what happens is... It's good. Yennefer comes in, yeah. Yeah, Yennefer comes in and, uh, you know, is clearly playing the drunk and then has the alcohol in her mouth and then blows it onto his face, which obviously gives him, you know... Fire burns his face. Yeah, exactly. And is that him defeated now? Because I, I, I so. we don't see him again. <laughs> I think he's not. We'll see him again. That would be that would be a terrible waste of time, wouldn't it? To build. Oh, I don't know though. Like like I say, I've only just seen. Well, yesterday I watched this episode. Yeah. Um. So for for all I know, that could be him defeated. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be out of realms considering what they did to Eskel. You know, exactly. we literally got to meet him and then he's like, he's gone. So, yeah, it could be the same. Can't but that. Uh, we'll come back. So this episode really rotates through three different uh, things. You've got things going on with Siri at Care Morhan. You've got Yen and Yaskia together as well. And then you've got Geralt and Istrid. And, the, and really, this episode goes through those three three phases of things. Yeah. If you were to rank them, the Siri stuff is the most interesting in this one, isn't it? Yes. And then, and then Geralt, or no, well, maybe then Yen. The Geralt stuff is not. They're just they're just talking a lot in this. Yeah, they're talking a lot. Yeah, of this him and this wizard. Yeah, it's, well, they've got a bit of a love triangle going on because they find out. Anyway, we are jumping. Yeah, in. yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, we talk about each of those phases then, rather than because we we can do we don't have to go through it in order yeah let's let's we've started off with the end one so let's get let's carry on with that so we've got to this point where um initially before uh so yes we see yaski get captured and then essentially yen saves and then they run off together now i'm going to go back to something that i've said before that mm-hmm. 
I know I've made this point before. It's just that I feel like when they're running through the streets, because the streets look really good, they look like the, you know, Witcher streets, but they're so clean. Like if you're running in those muddy streets with your bright purple fro- like cloaks and bright purple mm. like jacket, you're going to get mud on it and stuff. You're going to be sweating things. And they just... They're, they're kind of sweaty, aren't they? Yeah, it's not sweaty, but, you know... Yaskia's like... got a bit of blood on his face mm. from the uh, really pathetic torturing that was happening. But his jacket is untouched. It's a nice jacket as well. It's a nice leather jacket, but... Yeah, that is true. It is difficult, isn't it? Probably very expensive. Don't want to get mud on that. So it's, it's interesting just seeing all that because it's obviously set in that medieval time. And as I said, if you look at other shows, they've definitely got a bit more grimy about mm. it. But then you've got the argument that it's like magic and ma- the magical world is a little bit more tidier than the uh, medieval world, apparently. So Exactly. <laughs> and also in the game, do, you, do your clothes get muddy? Do they? I can't remember. Well, when you go into the water and stuff, you get, uh, you get a bit wet. It drives off. Dries off. Yeah, but you don't get covered in mud if you're Geralt wearing a nice outfit. No. Exactly. No, that's that's true. Well, anyway. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they've thought about it that much. I like running scenes. I like scenes where people... Oh, you do? Like that. So I thought that was quite good. They split off from each other so that Yasuke can draw people off and then... Actually, so when some... When some characters start running, you say, oh, good, I like a running scene. Yeah, if there's a point to it. Like, not just a random running scene. Right. I made so like Forrest video. Gump? I made a short video when I was at university. Oh. Um, uh, and it was about someone running. Uh, and so, like, I, I think my obsession start, started there. So running for something. You didn't know what they but were But you running. did a... You're a doctor. You didn't do media studies. So why are you making videos? <laughs> I, did, I, I had outside interest <laughs> anyway oh uh, there's a good bit um, where um, oh before wait isn't it it's, is it before Yennefer finds yes it is Yaskia, she, she goes to that prostitute and says uh, oh help me find this guy yes. and she gives him some gives her some money and then the lady says um, never look a gift whore in the mouth yes that is true now, do you know that saying, never look a gift horse in the mouth? Yes. You know what it means? It means don't um, give up an opportunity when it presents itself. Do you know where it, why it is a gift horse and looking in the mouth? Is it something to do with just take the gift, don't work out if there's a problem with it? Yeah. So, it, yeah, it, in a literal way, it would be if you got a horse, a gift horse, you wouldn't open its mouth to check if it's got like teeth missing and stuff. Uh, and it's the same thing. Um, but I thought a gift whore in the mouth is a good little joke. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a nice piece of wordplay. <laughs> it's good, but then she turns out to be bad. If I was buying a horse, I didn't know yeah. the mouth would be the first thing I'd look at. Not necessarily the first, but it's like, I guess it's the hidden thing, right? You can already see if it's got legs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so you don't need to check. It's legs and it's walking and it can carry people and it can run. You know, yeah. It's got a bit of tooth decay. I'm not going to be too... But I don't know. That might be quite serious. And that might tell you it's age or something. I don't know. Where are we? So um, the wizard and Geralt are looking at some cliff. I was like quite bored at that point. But then, and then Siri is annoyed that she didn't get to go to Sintra with Geralt. 
Well, yes. Should we finish off the Yen story first and then go? Oh, yeah, go on then. So, obviously, um, yes, we have the, uh, she's, Yen has obviously employed a a prostitute, not for the services she thinks, but it's to go and find Yaskia before. And then she goes to find Yaskia. Then Yaskia's tied up. And then she gets out to this situation with um, this character and they run off. And then she's tricked by the same prostitute that she had used to help her. Yeah. And it's captured. And then So she should have looked in her mouth. She should have looked in the gift horse in the mouth, yeah. Yeah. Or gift horse in the mouth. So then we have a situation where Yasku is now looking to be the saviour and he can't quite get in. There's lots of guards, people sort of um trying to find um, you know, trying to protect uh their you know, Yennefer from escaping. And then Yennefer goes into a almost like a little trance. She's got someone talking to her, which we've had a few times, because she's tried to use her magic and she's lost her magic. And someone or something is taunting her to get her magic back. And you've already got the feeling at this point that it's not a good thing that's trying to help her. You know, she's trying to say no to it. But essentially, she then goes into this she says yes or whatever and she goes she disappears so out of thin air the soldier's trying to like keep her captive and she goes into this i think and did you do you know where we are with all this and no no i i am intrigued with all this at the moment do you remember, um, do you remember at the start of this season uh, where we had those yeah. kind of all the all the um all the majors kind of disappeared and went in and they had different Yes, uh, kind of, um, clothing on, and they were being sort of taunted. It's it's back into that realm of things. Mm, yeah, I, I remembered that, but um, I still don't know who it is or what. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, I get you get an idea of what the aim is. So basically, I think that it's how the episode ends, isn't it? Where the thing tells Yennefer, "You've got to go get Siri and deliver her to some place." And we know that that's not good. Yeah. So, yeah, something evil, something that's obviously working against Geralt and all the good stuff. But I don't know what it is. I I can't tell. I don't know if I've not looked or listened closely enough, but I'm enjoying the sort of uh, journey at the moment, you know? We've only got three episodes left after this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's intriguing, this is. Yeah. It, it's something slightly different. And I, I wasn't exactly clear e- either, but it's nice to know because the thing is we're starting... What, when all this, you know, we watch this series and we're kind of like, you know, it's great because we recognise this from the game or some things from the books as well. It's actually quite nice to not know really what's going on mm. and have that sort of, ooh, you know. That's a good and point. That, and, and that was the end of the, that. This part with Yennefer actually ended this episode, although we're going to go back and talk about the other phases. It ended that particular point, which was quite interesting too. So that was actually the fun, probably thread, you know, Yaskier and Yen escaping, getting away and stuff. Yeah. If we then look at the other, the second one, which is, well, the second one I'll talk about, which is uh, Geralt and Istrid. It, it's Istrid, Istrid, that's, is it Istrid? I think it's Istrid, yeah. Yeah, so that was the boring one. Yeah. Out of the three. But ties into the one with Syria as well. So this starts off with, Geralt clearly coming through a portal 
into Istrid's uh, laboratory, as it were, well, library, because there's lots of books around. And he's trying to find a safe passage for elves, basically. Mm. Um, so Geralt wants some help because he's trying to work out what's going on. And he, he was sent by, who was he sent by? It's a quick quiz question for you. Oh, who was Geralt sent by? Um, Thingy. Um, what's her name? Triss? Yes, it's Triss. Yeah, because she did the portal. Yeah. Yeah. So we get to um, we, we get to Geralt coming into Istrid. He doesn't want to help. He thinks Geralt's crazy. Geralt throws down the head of the beast that he slay along yeah, with yeah. Ciri, and they don't know what it is. So this is, as you said, it's it's more of a discussion what they're going to do. One thing I will say about this is they decide to go on a little trek because he's gone to see Istrid because he's a monolith expert. Mm-hmm. A monolith expert is a bit like a, someone who majors in geology or something. Is it? I guess so. In like the human did you world. see? Did you say majors or mages? I said majors. Because it both works. Yeah, I was saying it for, I was saying it for our audience across the pond. Majors. Oh, were you? Yeah, yeah. majors in. <laughs> uh, actually, yes, you're right. Majors works with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's his his expertise is rocks. And this particular rock, this these kind of stalactite, these monoliths. Mm. So they want to go off on that. Now, one thing I will say is I actually uh, paused it when it got to the point where they were on the path. You know, they were kind of like walking towards the um, the, the, the big sort of crack they come to in the earth. Yeah. You know, they're going to look for the monoliths. And it was, I, I love that path because that did remind me of the game, you know, where like you pass loads of people, um, it's quite, you know, it's quite open, and there's lots of more land around and stuff like that. And I paused it to look about, look at where it was filmed, that particular path. Oh yeah, I couldn't quite find exactly where, but can you guess what country it is? Oh uh, no, um, I thought they filmed a bit of this in Eastern Europe. Yeah, you're on the right track. Uh, now, where was it again? Where would it have been filmed? Uh, I've got, I don't know. Um, Europe, you're hitting that right. Um, where I'm trying to think of where they filmed these things. Is it like uh, was it in Prague? No, they weren't on a stag do. Oh, Prague. Uh, uh, think of con- a country. Think of a country. Estonia, beginning with H. H. Hungary. Hungary. So a lot of it was filmed. Was it in? Cool. So I think I think that path and those forests and stuff are all in Hungary, which is made me want to. Right. So I thought that, I, I liked that because that reminded me that's very aesthetically of the game. And then mm. we went, they went into the to look for the monolith, found this huge crack in the ground, and then stuff starts happening, doesn't it? Because they, they were talking about what, what, what's down there and things. They got down there, and then all this shrapnel starts flying away. Oh yeah, but that's. Um... That's at a very specific point, right? Uh, this is this is quite uh, interesting. This stuff. Um, so yeah, so Siri wants to become a witcher, and just before that, Triss says, "No, no, before you do that, let me do this thing where I go into your dreams with you or whatever, and I see all the sort of problems that you have." 
if we just pause here for that, yeah, what you're saying, uh, like as you said, so Siri is back on the training ground. She's saying, "I want to be a witch. I want to be a witcher," and she's hitting that dummy, and it's like, I don't see what, you know, a monster isn't going to be a, a bale of straw being hit with a wooden sword. I just don't see, and she's done that loads of times, you know, mm. and it's almost like that kind of, she's. Uh, what, why does she need to become a witch? Why does she's got powers of her own and things like that? Why um, does she feel like that at this stage, basically? Why does she want to go through that trial and things like that? It's almost like it doesn't quite justify what's going on because I think she's bored more than anything else. Yeah. Well, she says it, doesn't she? She yeah. says to Geralt, I want to be like you, which yeah. fair enough. You'd, you'd be a witcher. Yeah, I'd be a witcher. Yeah. If you all you had to do is get those that thing that has like the five needles yeah and if uh i don't know a couple of months of pain yeah i'd do it i think no, i think i i think i could survive it trial of grasses oh yeah there's the surviving part that's yeah, so the... not a good it's not a good ratio of what's who survives so yeah so but first thing is they said well first of all they wanted to see whether the the experiment worked if you remember and they kind of Vesemir is very excited about all this. Almost, I would say, a little bit um, careless in his approach because he's too excited and he's too ready for Siri to submit herself to something which could potentially kill her. So, yeah. they, well, don't they just see if it works? And it looks like it's going to work. And then, yes. Then we get to the point where I say, I think this was the first time in this episode, in this season, I start to get quite excited was this moment you're about to describe. So in her dreams, yeah, I, th- I hope that I'm on the right track. So uh, yeah, they're walking around, and it's a bit like having all your memories in a pub. Yeah, that's what was happening. Yeah, but then she sees her mum, um, who is dead, of course, and her mum looks back at her, and even Triss says it's not supposed to happen like this. Which, if I was in that dream with Triss, I'd rather she just didn't say that. Well, at this point, that would freak me out. Siri had freaked out because she'd seen Car here, who was the man with the, you know, yeah, that, that chased her. And Tris said, "Don't no, no, don't worry, nothing can hurt you here because it's a subconscious. They can't see you; you can only see them. There's no interaction the other way." But then, as you said, she speaks to um, her mum, who notices her, and then Tris is like, "This shouldn't happen." And then the witches all say, "Come on, Siri, it's time to go," mm. and. Triss is like, what the hell is going on here? And you can tell it's, you know, something bad's about to It's all gone wrong. Yeah. And then they... Yeah, go on. Yeah, then they end up... I think this is the next bit. They end up outside and there's an elf holding a baby. And the elf is dying. Um, We assume this is Siri's real mum? No. Is that the idea? No, is no, that no. not it? No, that this is a different uh, character. So uh, I just I've completely. Read, I've read. No, that. I knew it was a different character. I wondered if this was like series real mum. No, no, we saw something. The one, the one outside, which is bleeding. Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a different elven character, I believe that I've, I've read about in the book. Can't remember. Oh. It's something to do with the bloodline and things. Okay, but. Uh, they get there, don't they? And it's all a bit odd because they that person is di- the elf is dying with a baby in the hand. What? Okay, so she's dying with the baby in her in her arms. 
but this is all in Siri's mind. So yeah. why does Tris go over to help? Oh, you know, before this, is this where she goes to see, she sees her, her mum and her dad in the room? Yeah. Is that beforehand, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So we see that as well. Yeah, yeah, that's before. It, they go off in the boat and they, you know, the parents die, supposedly, in the boat. But yes, yeah. goes outside, sees the elf. Um, yeah, and then the elf picks Triss up by her neck and her eyes roll back and yeah. they're all white. As you said, so Triss tries to help, tries to heal. Yeah. I don't know why she does because she's stupid, right? Yeah, she knows it's not real. <laughs> I didn't understand that. Well, does she want to test whether how much she can manipulate? I don't know. I don't know, but that that bit felt a bit odd to me. Now, this is why this is probably why I got quite excited is because Trisk obviously got picked up the screen, and then Siri looks up at the Wild screen. Hunt. And what do we see? Wild Hunt. We see the Wild Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's quite exciting, isn't it? Woo! It did feel, and it felt sort of very, you know, scary. I like that sort of dark, um, nightmarish, almost horror of the of the nightmare that they were stuck mm-hmm. in, basically. I, 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 and I thought that added a good atmosphere to it because it's all been a bit too playful. Yes, there's monsters and things like that, but actually, you needed something a bit sinister. I think for this, um, yeah, you wanted to be scared of what it was potentially that was coming. Yeah, uh, I thought they looked pretty good as well. Mm. And and we knew, like, you knew exactly what it was as soon as you saw yeah. some sort of soldiers coming through. It was like, oh, it's that. Um, that was pretty good. Like I say, it was, uh, it was a bit of a slower episode. And also, at that point, remember, so they talk about uh, that, that uh, when, when she's holding Triss by the neck, says that the world's going oh. to end, basically, and it's all because, you know, there's going to be a frost... Um, yeah. uh, so, so you know it all links in stuff we've heard or you know know the witcher before too that's basically the witcher's uh apocalypse isn't it the uh earth freezes and then new good people are born is the idea and then what happens is they wake up and siri says yes i want to go through the trial of grasses yeah agrees and then they get the needles as you said and at that point, Geralt has worked out something's going on back. Mm-hmm. I think Siri screams for him, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, that's that bit. So she screams for him. And this this was kind of confusing because she screams for him in her dream. Yeah. But all of those shards go flying. And we don't know how far away that is. Well, I think they make up that beast. I think that is beast, that what happens? Yeah, I think that beast is made of the shards. Oh, I didn't realise. Yeah. I thought, well, right, that's half of it is. Okay, fair enough. What is that beast? I don't know. It's come from another world. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, more beasts. She just keeps causing problems, Siri. And then Geralt goes back and says, What are you doing? What like, are you doing? And then she goes into a spoiled brat kind of mode and says, like, Well, I just want to try, you know, I've constantly I'm always wondering about the consequences and stuff like that, basically. So yeah, yeah, she was think, a bit silly there. I don't know. If, I don't think Siri needs to go through the trial of grasses to be a witcher. That's the other thing, because she has powers. The the people who go through the trial of grasses get mutated. Yeah, but she said she said that she wants to be. She thinks that Geralt is this guy with no emotions, who doesn't have any bad feelings, basically. Mm. And she thought she could become that by being a witcher. But it's like, no. Here's a thought. 
do you think it's the emotion or the emotion less is what she's after maybe yeah. she wants to just kill all the emotions mm-hmm. and go through life not really caring well yeah she needs a good self-help book right a nice a nice calm book <laughs> yeah um yeah that's it so she's saying she's got all these regrets and all of this stuff and all her family's dead or whatever and uh she wants to basically move on and be happy i guess or feel nothing like Geralt seems to but then he kind of says that's not how this works yeah so um i think Geralt is like me where he does have emotion but it just doesn't seem like it yeah. The, the other thing was about this whole trial of grasses thing, you know, it's okay, look, let's humor it and say, okay, so really, let's consider it. Why not wait for Geralt to get back? Why would you do it when he's not there? Surely he's one of the people you would chat to about it. And I'll tell you, yeah, something about this show, which you said before as well, is that Vesemir is a bit of a, he's just kind of weak, right? He's a bit, he is. He, and I would, expect Vesemir before this series to be someone who would say no 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 we're not going to do this and then Siri might get along with it anyway like maybe another character another witch as she t- manages to help her do it like maybe Lambert or something like that and then Vesemir catches him saying what on earth are you doing whereas you know, Geralt's got to see Vesemir now and go how can I trust you if you're gonna do yeah Vesemir is meant to be Geralt's teacher and he's learned everything off him. But it doesn't feel like that, does it? No. It just feels like he's a silly old man. Well, no, that's exactly what it is. And it, uh, but it's also a silly old man who's obsessed with the past, you know? Yeah. He wants his blue passports back. He wants... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, wants, he, wants, uh, he wants to have witches again, basically, and put yeah. people through those, um, uh, those things. So it, it, it is odd and the, the way that dynamic is because he is meant to be the over you know, the, the, the sort of grandfather and he doesn't feel like the grandfather. He feels kind of almost a bit like a loose cannon at times. He does. Yeah. Also, it was, it just felt a bit weird that episode, like the thing of like, oh, we're going to do this try the grasses thing. And Siri's like, oh, do it on me. And he's like, no, no, not you. We need to do it on random little boys. Yeah. <laughs> this weird torture thing. Can't do it on you. Have to do it on some, I don't know, orphan or whatever. It's a, it's a bit weird the whole thing, but um, yeah. And that's that's is that everything covered in the? Not a lot happens in this one. No, that's but the thing. it's strangely enough, there's more intrigue about this episode than probably the previous one when uh, lots of things did happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. But I actually felt more excited about watching the episode after this than I did on the previous one. Um, and I, I, as I said, I I thought the whole dynamic of I wasn't interested in the series. Um, story in this episode until we went into the dreams and then I was mm. like this is good you know and I almost felt like you could have started off with that you know you could have done that that could have been brought in early because it is the most intriguing thing and then you know there's darkness there that we didn't know before before it's just like I want to be a witcher I want to be a witcher I think there's good I think this series this season so far has been it's been a nice mix I think it's been pretty good pacing, you know, just because I'm saying this episode was a bit boring. It still sort of all flows nicely. It's building up to something clearly. Um, I am looking forward to the next episode, which like I've said before, when we were watching season one, 
you'd watch one episode and I wouldn't feel like, oh, I need to watch the next one. Whereas this one is the opposite. Um, yeah, pretty good so far. Um, and The Wild Hunt for the first time. I was very excited Ooh. about that. I love that they didn't show us too much of it either. I like that it was basically silhouettes, wasn't it? Yeah. And you go, oh, I know what that is. And you don't need to see everything in detail, you know? No, it, it feels like they're going to come... I mean, it still doesn't explain what happens with the the, the evil being, or, or that's what it feels like, that Yen is interacting with. But you know, they're, they're all linked, obviously. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I still don't know. And what do you think of that character, the the uh, the new one that got brought in? That that guy who got um, his face burnt. Yeah, he was very muscular. He was. Um, it was a very slow shot of his body going from bottom to top. Yeah, that was a bit weird. Yeah, but fair enough. I thought his um like his uh it almost looked a bit too almost like not real almost. I mean, I know it's obviously all. What do you mean? His body didn't look. Yeah, right. his body didn't almost look that real. It looked almost. I, I almost thought when we were going up, it was going to be like a model, not uh, not a person, because it was, oh. so smooth. it was all so smooth, wasn't it? And then he was shaving all the hair off his body anyway. So was he? I don't think it was. Oh, like... I didn't notice. Well, okay, but maybe it's because I uh, maybe I'm saying. Well, that. I don't know. I don't know who this guy is. Um... I'm looking forward to finding out. Uh, well done to him for going to the gym and eating a good diet. Yeah, well, it's really hard, man. It's really hard to have, like have a six pack. Yeah, well, he managed to do it in prison, so that's pretty good. <sighs> well, I guess it might be easier in a way because if you're working out all the time, he can't eat chocolate in there. Yeah, can't eat anything bad, really. Or well, you know. So, I do have a mini quiz for you. Is okay. So it's a three it's a three question quiz. Okay, yes. So first question is when we when Jennifer meets the um or, or yeah, meets the prostitute and asks at the beginning and asks for her the help. Yeah. What things are they offering out to people that are passing by? What ah. special offers are they offering? One of them is a bit of how's your father? What, what what particular names do they give them? Wasn't that one of the things? I thought you meant all the things they yeah, said. How do you find them might be one of them? I've, I've got a couple of others. That I'm... Oh, gosh, I can't remember. Okay, so there's... I'm going to try and need to remember. I can't remember. I can't one remember. One of the things I heard was they were offering the morning special. Oh, okay. I didn't hear... I don't remember that. And then yeah. another one, which I can't quite understand, was Fluffy Biscuits. Oh no no! I remember that. No, she was. I know what she was saying. She. No, it was something like, "Don't you want to?" You know what she was referring to as fluffy biscuits. No, I don't actually know. Her breasts. Fluffy. Yeah. Fluffy breasts. Fluffy biscuits. Soft, I guess. But she said something like, she said something before that, like you want to. Touch my fluffy biscuits or something like that. She says, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure because she even like gestures with them." So you use the term fluffy biscuits? I do in my personal life, yes, <laughs> regularly. 
What about you? Um, probably not the plural term. Probably just no. Do you say morning special? I, I think I do probably. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like a morning special? <laughs> right. Question two. Um, Istrid, when he's um, en- uh, challenged by a guard when he's with Geralt. Oh, yeah. What does he say to the guard as his reason for being there? He says, I am a, he says something like, I'm an official researcher or I'm an official something for Nilfgaard. Close. I, I'm a, more specific than Nilfgaard. Oh. Certain person. I'm a special researcher on behalf of what characters have we met that are working for Nilfgaard? I'm trying to think who would it be? Oh, Fringilla? Yeah, Fringilla Vigo, yeah. Okay, yeah. But I didn't remember that. That was a clue, to be fair. Yeah, I need a half point there. Mm. So final question is, which arm does Vesemir have ready and he's about to inject before Geralt turns up and says, no, 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 what are you doing? Which arm of Ciri? Yeah, which arm is the five needles going into? It's the right arm. It is the right arm. You looked at your left when you said right. No, I was, I had my arms out. I had both arms out like that. And I was, I was remembering the position that Siri was in. Um, I remembered it was her right arm. It was her right arm. You are correct. So that was a full point. Yeah. Is that always how they do it? Uh, not always the right arm, but, and it's definitely not always five needles, but also <laughs> I noticed okay. she stood up and kept the tourniquet on. So the tourniquet is still on the arm and then she wants yeah. up Gerald. Mm. I mean, that's going to, that's going to hurt after a while. She's going to get a dead arm. But he takes it off, doesn't he? No. It's just there. Oh. Yeah, so she gets up. Yeah. And then on the arm, you can just see the tourniquet just hanging. She just walks away with it. Oh, my God. So maybe the next episode, we're going to see Siri with a dead arm. Mm -hmm. That'll be the whole episode where Triss is trying to defend (laughs) Siri's dead arm. That'd be a good episode. (laughs) Um, Listen, right, from your medical perspective, we should have brought this up sooner. Trial of the grasses, five needles going in, very painful apparently. Why aren't they just using anaesthetic? They could use some anaesthetic. They could yeah. use anaesthetic to, into the skin. Yeah. But I don't know if they have that in a magical world. Maybe they. I mean, come on. They've got, look at the, some of the stuff they've got. No, in the magic- they don't have anaesthetic. In the magical world, they never tend to use anaesthetic. You either are in pain and suffering or you're fully cured. There's no sort of in between. Like, you Why? Know, Chris would come along and, you know, use her healing hands to, you know, mend someone, but not necessarily to stop pain, is it? Hmm. It's either, to, it's, it's all or nothing. Maybe, maybe elixirs and stuff, like things that Geralt drinks, maybe that's more of a... But I guess you could argue that it would interfere with the transformation, right? Otherwise, I mean, come on, have some anaesthetic, stop moaning about this. Well, it, depending Just, on how big the needle is, you in like human world, in our world, sort of thing. Yeah. Like if it was a, a large enough needle, you can just give local anaesthetic to numb the area, and then you could use the needle. The problem with that is you're obviously using two needles then, so you've got a really small needle to put the local anaesthetic in, and then you've got a big needle. So some people would be like, "Well, why don't you just put the one needle in and just go for it, sort of thing?" But when it gets yeah. to a certain size, it would be cruel not to essentially. What about morphine? Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Why can't they use some of that? What? Morphine? Well. In what? the trial of the grasses. Maybe it would interfere again. 
if you have morphine, it would probably knock her out. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, you can do. I mean, that's what physios do. They basically make sure that people have had plenty of painkiller on board before they come and um, move people around who've had operations and things like that. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I'm not saying that the physios puts all patients through the trial of grasses, (laughs) but sometimes it can feel like that when you've had an operation. But yeah, anaesthetic would work if you put local anaesthetic in to that point. But if you then start giving people loads of drugs, how does that affect with the trial of grasses? That's the thing. Because they're giving us particular... What's he giving? What is that black fluid he's giving? You know. Stuff, innit? It's fine. It's fine. It's just black, like, very, very thick goo. I don't see the problem. Is that what you'd say if... Uh... <laughs> Did he have any left, by the way? Or it looked, I, I swear that when he looked at his thing, best of me, it looked empty. Oh, I don't know if I misremembered that. He didn't inject any, though. I don't know. He didn't inject any because he didn't make, make it through the skin. No, I thought so. But so does he still have it? Yeah, yeah. He still has it, yeah. Cool. They should, like, use it on, like, a cat or something. Or <laughs> why a cat? If but they, they want to experiment, and I love cats. They could do it on um, an actual person. They could do it on... Um... Uh, a prisoner of war. Well, no, it has to be a child, doesn't it? An orphan, or something. Like okay, that. they could go and collect um, what they used to do, and they they might start a new witcher school. That'd be a laugh. I, I, I mislead. There's ethical problems with all of this, but yeah. But overall, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ethical problems aside, uh, it was a decent episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we've covered everything we wanted to. And who knows what's going to make it into the edit? That's the thing, you know? Who's getting... <laughs> All right, well, thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you very much, everyone, again, for listening. Please do give us a five-star review on your podcast Please. app and leave us a few words and we'll, we can bring it up next time we've got an episode. That's a good point. Um, yeah, we should have people send questions in and stuff. Yeah, send us questions, yeah. Send, uh, and anything you'd like us to talk about particularly, because we just love chatting about this and just getting it, you know, getting through the episodes. Uh, but if there's mm-hmm. any particular points you want us to focus on, you know, it might be, the, you know, what kind of shoes Geralt wears. We can look at that kind of thing. Or it could be um, could be anything, what kind of mead they're drinking. Or we yeah. Could, yeah. Um, what kind of hats? Yeah, hats, good as well. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. See you next time for episode six. Six. Come yeah. on. Bye. Bye.